This is Pharmacist Keith Abel with your prescription for prosperity. This is a podcast where I give you hope. I show you the path toward building a life of peace and prosperity, to build a life that you don't need a vacation from. Let me ask you, what's the difference in being broke or being poor? Well, it's two different ways of looking at the same situation. No money. You know, poor is an attitude. It says you can't get ahead and you're never going to win with money. Just stay right where you are and sulk in your bad luck forever. Now, broke, on the other hand, is something you're just passing through. You know, folks, we've all messed up by believing some of the prevailing money myths in our culture. The turning point in your life comes, however, when you're willing to own up, you know, to claw your way out and never live in the lie again. I'll be sharing some concepts that I've learned from folks like Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki, Art Williams, W. Clement Stone, Brendan Burchard, Napoleon Hill, Zig Ziglar, and many other folks. Concepts that I've learned and I've successfully implemented in my own life. These concepts will help you move from having the attitude of you'll never get ahead and you'll never win with money, the mentality of you're doomed, you're stuck right where you are, sulking in your bad luck forever. These concepts and ideas will help you move toward how you can claw your way out, to move you away from having to live that lie and being poor and and never having to live that life ever again. If you're willing to own up to it, to accept that you do have the power to change your circumstances, and that you are willing to do whatever it takes, then this podcast is for you. You truly can change your life and start on the true path toward financial peace and prosperity. Let's get on with the show. In our last episode, we talked about the, but I just can't save excuses. So today, let's take a look at the cars or the exception for debt excuses. Two of the most common myths about cars are the exception that folks have include the idea of old cars are just aren't safe and buying used is just inheriting somebody else's problems. Buying a car is a big financial decision and one you shouldn't just rush through you know, over the courses of a weekend. It has everything to do with where you are in your financial plan. You know, I've been buying used cars now for 20 years without any problems. The last used car that I bought was was in 2013 when I paid cash for a Cadillac CTS. Five years later now, I've put almost 200,000 miles on that car and I still absolutely love it. The key is to start your research with these 10 car buying tips to, to help you find and afford a car that fits your lifestyle. So the first step is to figure out your car budget. You know, let's start with a bit of reality check here. New cars, they drop in value like rocks, losing 60% of their value in the first year. You know, that's not a smart investment. You know, we bought my my uh, uh, Dodge Durango used. It was just a little over a year old. And the difference between the sticker price when it was new and the price that we paid for it was over $10,000 difference. You really should only consider buying a new car if you've got plenty of money to burn. With that out of the way, your first step is deciding what you can afford to pay for your car. Leasing a car or going into debt to buy a car are both really bad ideas, folks. So what you can afford is based on the amount of cash that you can pay up front for the car. If you don't have the funds for for a used or a a certified pre-owned car right away, 
you're going to have to make room in your budget to set some money aside each and every month. You know, you got to figure out where in your budget you can get by on less and then how much you can afford to put away towards that car fund. Remember, buying or, or, or leasing or financing a new car is not going to help you build wealth. It, it's much easier to save around $500 a month, that's the average car payment, for about 10 months and buy a used car with no strings attached. Do you really want to sign up for a payment plan and pay thousands of extra dollars for several years just for that car? In fact, I can show you the method that I use to generate more income so I could pay cash for that used Cadillac CTS when we needed to get a better car. You know, we, didn't, we, we did it by starting a home-based business. And, and I can show you how you can start your own business with no upfront investment, you know, no pyramid that requires a monthly auto shipment costing you money instead of creating money, and no selling of lotions and potions or pills or some magic, quick magic diet aid that melts away inches and minutes or, you know, other such scam promotions that we see all the time on Facebook. So stay tuned to the end of this podcast and I'll share with you what we did to build our own business so we can get that car and pay cash for that car. So now the second step on, on, on buying a car is to narrow down your choices. Once you've decided on a price that you can afford, you want to start looking at cars that fit within that budget. And there are plenty of ways to find used cars in your area. Your local dealerships likely have a website that you can view the cars that they have in stock. And you can do like I did when I bought that Cadillac. I went to Craigslist. You know, check sites like Craigslist and see what other cars are on the market. You want to narrow down your options to a few cars that fit your price range and fit your needs. You want to consider factors such as safety and speed and gas mileage and comfort and how it handles in bad weather. Just because something's a good fit for your wallet, folks, it doesn't mean it's going to work for your lifestyle. And if a car you love is a little above your budget, go ahead and include it on your list. Because as a cash buyer, you're going to have the power to, to, to negotiate a better price. Now, the third step is to do your research before buying a car. When you find a car that you like, it's time to do some research. Look up the Kelly Blue Book value of the vehicle to make sure the price is fair for that particular make and model in that particular year. You should also check each vehicle's history report. This will tell you the accident history and, and repair information and the potential recalls and all the other important information about the car. Simply request the vehicle identification number from the seller and then use a website like vehiclehistory.com or carfax.com to search the car's history. Now some sites ch uh, charge for the information that they provide and while the paid reports are a lot more comprehensive, the free reports will alert you to any major red flags that there are. Some car dealerships or even private sellers will also provide the report for you if you ask. Either way, it's worth a check. If you get a good deal but end up in the shop every, every single week for maintenance, you'll spend a lot more money in the long run. Step number four is to get a car insurance quote before you buy the car. So by now, you, you should have a handful of, of potential cars that you've checked out, the history, and, and that fit within your budget. But, but it's not just enough to stop there. It's not just enough to be able to pay for that car. You also need to be able to make sure you can pay for the insurance that comes with it. 
You know, you got to be able to afford that monthly insurance payment. So you want to talk to your current insurance agent about running a few quotes for the cars that you have in mind. If the price is too steep, then you need to scratch that one off your list. You know, you don't want to be afraid to consult some independent insurance agents as well to see if you can get some, some better quotes. Online insurance quote generators generators can also be helpful. You know, they're going to flag you right away if it's going to be a car that's going to be way too much to insure. Of course, you'll get a better deal by talking to an insurance agent, you know, on the phone or in person. But the online quote systems will at least give you an idea of what kind of range you're looking at for the car that you're looking at. You might even be eligible for other discounts that you didn't know existed and you won't find out about unless you talk to an agent. So step five now, this is the fun part. You know, you want to take that car for the test drive. You want to know exactly what you want before you even step foot in the dealership. You want to keep an eye out for their upselling tactics. If the dealership doesn't have the car that you want, but has some budget-breaking similar model with a new sound system, a heated floors, maybe a newer model, it's still not the right car for you. Once you're ready to get behind the wheel for your test drive, you want to choose a route that allows you to experience the different types of driving. You know, the car handles a whole lot different on a highway than it does in in-town driving. So you want to pay attention to anything that seems odd. Does the car rattle when you go over a bump or maybe make that turn? Or are there weird noises? Uh, you know, these are all details that will help you out when you get to this next step. So the, the, the next step is to get a car inspection. You know, before you spend a dollar on a used car, you need to take it to a mechanic for a full inspection. Sellers can lie when there's money on the table. You know, while the car might look good and it might sound good and, and feel fine when you take it around the block, you never know what, what could be going on under the hood. So don't feel awkward about asking for an inspection. This is a routine part of the car buying process. If the seller's hesitant or gets upset about your request, they've probably got something to hide. Number seven is wait for the best time to buy a car. According to Auto Trader, the best time to buy a car are at the end of the month, during a holiday weekend sale, and at the end of each quarter. So you want to plan sometimes around March, June, September, December. The United States uh, United Services Automobile Association recommends going later in the day and during the week to get a better deal. Dealerships are usually hoping to reach their year-end goals, which motivates them to slash prices and move cars before the end of the year. So that's another good time to go. During the late summer, a lot of dealerships want to sell as many cars as they can to clear space for their newer vehicles. Again, you'll want to go later in the month to ensure that you're getting the best price possible. It may seem like a simple tip for buying a car, but waiting for the right time to buy a car can save you hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars, on that final sale price. Number eight, always negotiate. You're at the advantage here for two reasons. You've done your research and you're paying cash. So give the seller a price that you're willing to pay for the car. This price should be lower than what you're actually willing to pay so there's room for you and the seller to meet in the middle. Negotiation is all about your attitude. You have to act like you're willing to walk away from the car if the seller doesn't come down in price. If a dealer senses for even a second that you really want a, a certain car, you're not going to get a good idea. It, it also helps to see if another third-party dealership or, or uh, uh, third-party seller is selling the same car for a better price, and you want to bring that information to the table with you as well. 
if you get a deal from one seller and take that dollar amount to another seller, they may come down on the cost. If you pay with cash on top of all that, you're going to get an even better deal. Number nine, you want to forget the extras. Don't pay for things that you don't really need, like racing stripes or special detailing, and especially the extended warranties. A warranty is not a necessary expense if you have your full emergency fund in place. That alone will cover any cost you have if a car breaks down or has any problems. If you change your mind and want to purchase those, some extras for the car later, then, then you can always contact the dealership and negotiate a price to, to get those extras. That gives you time to decide which features you really want and, and which extras would just be a luxury. And number 10, the final one, is two people are better than one. If you need support when you're ready to buy a car, take a friend or a family member who can help steer you in the right direction. They can also help you remember details about the car that the seller tells you, which can help you make a decision later. And bringing someone who knows a lot about cars, if you don't have much experience with buying and negotiating a car, is also a good idea. So those are the 10 steps for buying a car that, that I have always followed. Let me give you one more bonus car buying tip. Cars don't equal happiness. Remember, the purpose of a vehicle is to get you from point A to point B, not to provide your, you with a, some kind of social status. You know, as tempting as it is to hit the road in a car that you can't afford, it's more likely to be a burden than a blessing, especially if it's not in your budget. Chances are your car isn't the first thing that you think about in the morning or when you go to bed at night. The key to happiness is not a new car. So don't pay for it like it is. What tips do you have for buying a used car? Leave a comment and let me know your best used car buying tips. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you learned some valuable information. Now is the best time to start taking control of your money. I'll be covering many topics to teach and encourage saving and debt freedom. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and also to my blog at prosperityrx.com to learn how to save money, make a budget, pay off your debt, reduce your taxes, and invest for your future. Also, if you want to learn more about how to create extra income by starting a home business that requires no startup capital, no pyramid that requires a monthly auto shipment that costs you money every month instead of creating money, and no selling of lotions and potions or pills or that quick magic diet aid that melts away inches in minutes or you know other such scam promotions, then visit my website, aimhighforsuccess.com. A-I-M-H-I-G-H-F-O-R-S-U-C-C-E-S-S dot com. Start today.